So welcome to the Season 2 Recap of Transformations Care Recovery Podcast. It's been quite the hiatus. We meant to take a couple of months off, but it's been nearly a year off. Sometimes life happens. We've been doing the best we can with it. Everyone else is doing the same. COVID, COVID has been a real fucking nightmare. Uh, things haven't been spectacular, but we're getting through it. Uh, since we've last been on the air, uh, my mother died and my ex-wife moved into our back house. It's been quite the thing. I fucking hate it here. <laughs> wow. Oh, that's amazing. I love it. Our life is uh, just living the dream. Just living the dream. Let's start with Sean Roman. What do you What do you want to say about Sean Roman? Sean Roman was the amazing, he works in harm reduction and uh, helping homeless people, helping get them off the street and helping them with substance abuse and getting counseling. Uh, he's an incredible punk rock guitarist uh, for the band Decry. He makes his own pedals and shit now too, right? Yeah, he's now making distortion pedals yeah. from scratch. Uh, they're kind of a big deal, actually. Yeah, there's guys in all kinds of bands who have them. So if you're a guitarist, you should check out Sean Roman and uh, buy a pedal from him. So if you go to season two <laughs> and check out the show notes in Sean Roman's episode, you'll find some links uh, showcasing some of the great work he's doing for the homeless in uh, Los Angeles. He's a guy that puts his money where his mouth is, and he tells a hell of a story. Feel free to listen to that podcast again if you haven't done so already. All right, so here's someone uh, nobody in the face of the planet would know. Not from, <laughs> not from his music, not from his films, not from his books. So we'll introduce him. His name's Jack Grisham. <laughs> what do you know about Jack Grisham? Uh, he's the lead singer of a band called TSOL. What does TSOL stand for? True Sounds of Liberty. All day. Uh, he has, what, like 34, 35 years sober? I don't know, so something insane. Yeah, a ton of years sober. He puts his money where his mouth is. Uh, he's an artist. He had made a, would you call it a docudrama, maybe? Which we got to see a few minutes of um, while we were at his house, and it was moving it was very moving yeah it was amazing it was really amazing uh and you know unfortunately covid kind of fucked with that because it was supposed to be shown at a festival but covid shut down the festival and everything but um if you haven't gotten to listen to jack grisham's episode uh in season two it's a really good one definitely worth a listen yeah, we had a really good visit with Jack. You know, we went to his house to do the episode. We're just strangers, really. Uh, let us into his house, and we had a really good time. He showed us some of the, his latest film at that point. He's written some really good books on recovery. Oh, yeah, check out his book. Principle of Recovery, An Unconventional Journey Through the 12 Steps is a very good read. If you are in the program, uh, it gives you a new look or a different look at the 12 Steps. Uh, it opened my eyes to a few things, made me think about a couple of things that I hadn't thought about before. So if you're in recovery, I suggest you read the book. If you know someone else who's in recovery, get them the book. It's a good gift. And if you know someone that should be in recovery, this might be a good one for them. Yeah. I mean, it's just super cool to get to meet Jack. You know, I've been seeing him play gigs since I was, you know, 
14-year-old kid. Yeah. So it was pretty awesome to get to meet him in person. And just to see that, you know... It's Recovery just, works. Yeah, it's just one more, you know... The proof is in the pudding. If you stay clean, amazing things happen. And the guy is an incredible artist and, you know, hopefully keeps doing that for a long time. And then we got to uh, sit down with Danielle, who she's one of my favorites. Oh, my God, her story is incredible uh, from being a young 15-year-old prostitute and uh, to an OG skater and a punk rocker an addict in recovery. I mean, her story is so incredible. And, um, of course, you know, it, it's, it leads to her relationship with, um, a woman who unfortunately overdosed and died. But, uh, you know, if you, if you get the chance to listen to Danielle's, oh, it's incredible. It's so amazing. Um, she's definitely one of my favorite women in recovery and just people in recovery in general. Yeah, and you should listen to the episode, obviously, and then if you want to um, see her and get a little more information on part of her story, it's by no means is it all of her story, but part of her story you can see in a movie called Last Fast Ride. It's a documentary about uh, a young lady that you know didn't make it out, but Daniela didn't make it out. I'm sorry, Danielle didn't make it out and is doing uh, wonderful things. And she, too, uh, invited us into her home. We sat in her kitchen and did it. It's just so cool to get to meet these people in person. And sometimes we do it at our house. Um, sometimes we get invited to their houses to do it, whatever they're most comfortable with. And it's like the world's greatest speaker meeting. And, you know, it's like having a speaker meeting, plus I get to ask questions. And hopefully the recording levels or the recording quality is going to get even better this season. We are currently building out our studio, so that should help us out with production quite a bit and yeah. make make Annalisa and Sam Sammy Town's life a little bit easier. Episode four of season two uh, was a fellow named Zach. Uh, well, he was a fentanyl addict. He's a recovering fentanyl addict. Uh, he was a drug dealer. On accident, right? Is that? Do you remember that? Correctly? I think he was a gun runner. A on gun accident. runner on accident. Okay, and a sexual assault survivor. Um, he was a super cool guy. He does a good interview. Yeah, and he um, go listen to the episode because he is from a certain ilk, and he ended up in a place with a bunch of people he probably should not be hanging out with. But like most of us, when we're addicted, we're chameleons and can fit in anywhere. And uh, when you listen to the episode, you'll find out all about that. And his mom is, there's a little part in there about his mom that's totally hysterical. And the fact that he was known in uh, a large part of California by a single name of a food. So go listen to the episode. And it, he's got some pretty, it's super serious, but he's got some pretty funny moments in there too. So episode five was a good friend of ours, Scotty Schmidt, who uh, was a, skateboarder and an author who wrote a book a career thief <laughs> did a little bit of time in county jail and prison and um he's hilarious so if you get a chance to listen to that we actually did that interview outside in wrong beach at a park which <laughs> yeah that was a good time it was fun yeah yeah you should check out his book burden of concrete it's released under his name william s hayes and put out on Punk Hostage Press. And along with 
Scotty's book, there is a lot of other good authors on there. And if you're in the punk rock scene, you should definitely check out Punk Hostage Press out of Hollywood, California. Uh, do yourself a favor and check out those authors. And um, this book, the cover is uh, a series of his mug shots, which is, you know, hysterical and sad all at the same time. More hysterical than Yeah, sad. and he's an OG skater. And, and um, now he is in a band. He's the lead singer of a band called the Dick Dialers. Yeah, and if you haven't seen the Dick Dialers, you need to get off your ass and go see the oh Dick Dialers. Oh my gosh, Dialers. it's such a fun show. He is hilarious. It's a good band to watch. Uh, yeah, it's just a good time. Yeah, and if you want to hear a song about the fictional son of Charles Manson, <laughs> this is a must-see band for you. Yes. And then we got to interview Russell, who um, he is recovering in a different way than we're used to on this podcast, but... He was in an accident uh, many years ago, which left him as a quadriplegic. And um, he brings us through his story of transformation and recovery as a quadriplegic man now, living his life completely different and how he was able to find happiness and peace anyways. Yeah, and Russell, I mean, just ultimate PMA. This guy's got positive mental attitude, just oozing out of him he is an incredible human being uh he jumped off a boat and broke his neck and mm-hmm. ended up a quad and he he is out having fun every day i see him all over social media mm-hmm. i mean he's out he's got a contraption where he can shoot guns he goes yeah. out and hangs out with uh, the dirt bike guys they jump the dirt bikes over him and he's out doing things all the time he's out helping people all the time he's involved with um an organization called the Triumph Foundation. So just like one addict working with another is without parallel, he goes to hospitals to meet with people that are newly paralyzed because, you know, they're speaking the same language. They've been through the same thing. And he and it's just an incredible thing that he does. And you should check out the Triumph Foundation. Look them up. Google them. Uh, and, you know, do what you can where you can. Help out whenever you can, wherever you can. And I'm telling you, you, you can't help but uh, walk away with a smile on your face after talking to Russell. He's an incredible human being. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then episode seven was our friend Daniel. He's the owner of Boretooth Tattoo, and um, he has done pretty much all my tattoos. <laughs> uh, he also was able to travel around for like a year around the whole world yeah just tattooing and um getting to see new things and meet new people and doing super amazing things and he also got sober really young at the age of 19 and has been able to stay sober this whole time he now has um 22 years sober it's amazing yeah so yeah him and his wife got to travel all over the world um doing tattoos, slinging ink in guest spots. And he's also a B-boy. And he will dance whenever he gets the chance. Uh, Daniel is a good friend of mine. He owns his own shop. They recently expanded. Again, the shop's Boar Tooth Tattoo. It's in Los Angeles. North Hollywood. Which is Los Angeles. Okay. Okay. Just more specific. Okay. Here we go again. It is in Boar Tooth Tattoo in North Hollywood, California. Yeah. that work for you? Oh, my God. Quit giving me a hard time. I'm sensitive. Anyways, check him out. Go get some tattoos. 
Okay. Oh, wow. One of my heroes from when I was a yes, kid right here. Yes. Our next episode was on Doug Pineapple Saladino. Oh, that was so rad. He's another, like, we just met him that day, and he led us into his home. He, we got to interview him. It was super amazing. I actually had just gotten off a flight from LAX uh, where I was at my uncle's funeral, and we drove straight to Doug's house, remember? Yeah, in San Diego. In San Diego, and we got to spend, you know, hours with him just hanging out, and he told us his story about becoming a OG professional skateboarder and how he's like a computer whiz, and just, it was amazing. It was such a great time. Yeah, it's it's funny that he's a total IT geek, and he used to play in a bunch of punk bands, skate, yeah. still skates to this day. My friend Mark actually was in a band with Doug, so that's how the introdu- introduction happened. Uh, and Doug actually blames Mark for him being sober, yeah. which is a cool story. And my first uh, decent skateboard, it was it was my third skateboard. I had two Logan Erskis, and then I got a pineapple board given to me. And I've been watching this guy skate forever. I mean, at the runway in Carson when that thing was open. And it was just super cool to meet him and meet his wife. And I got to see his son for a second. And it was very cool. We had a really good time with him. It was yeah, totally awesome. worth the drive. You and know, and that's that's like such a gift of recovery is there's these people who you absolutely look up to your entire life or you just you think they're like pillars of sobriety, pillars of the punk rock community, um, you know, OG skateboarders, all these amazing people. And and we get to meet them because we're, we share this common bond of you know, recovery from drugs and alcohol. And it's, it's so rad, dude. And number nine <laughs> from season two is Spencer. Sp- Switch, Switch Spencer. He, the lead singer of um, Shattered Faith, a good friend of ours too. He's super funny, rad guy to be around, uh, hilarious. And so I've been seeing Shattered Faith since like back in the days of the Olympic Auditorium so it was super cool uh, to run into him. And, and honestly, uh, I, he kind of bugged me when I first met him. <laughs> and then we, you know, we got to talking and uh, really... But this was before the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> right. I, I love this guy. I love yeah. him to death. When I first met him, I don't know, I was having some ego trip or something. And I got to talking to him and he's just a super cool cat. He's real as can be. He, he's not... He's just a... What's the word I'm looking for? A genuine human being. Yeah, he's very authentic. Yeah, and if you are in recovery and you're having any kind of a struggle with your higher power or the God word, you should totally listen to this episode. The way he describes his higher power is just absolutely incredible and makes complete sense. And if you're not into the traditional sky daddy with a beard, uh, you might get some inspiration from his description of his higher power. Yeah, and, and it's cool. even if you are in the Sky Daddy, you're still going to dig his description. It's incredible. It's it's really cool to listen to him because um, he was able to get sober through trying to get his son sober, you know. And so to to listen to his story as a struggling father trying to help his son, and then recognize that you too have a problem, and take that solution that you've been trying to give to your kid, and then be able to grow from that, you know that. His son, unfortunately, didn't stay sober, but Spencer did. Yeah, and it's a it's a lesson in how deep denial can be, too. So if you're on the fence about whether or not you're an addict, it's another good episode to listen to. Mm, yeah. And uh, we got to 
interview Stephen Donnelly, the um, priest. The cocaine cowboy priest. Yeah, the cocaine (laughs) priest who, um, he wrote a book called A Saint and a Sinner, The Rise and Fall of a Beloved Catholic Priest. Uh, he, he was super interesting. He's from the East coast and we got to do his interview over zoom. And, uh, if you would like to purchase his book, it's available on Kindle, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and, um, you can also get it in audiobook format. Uh, yeah, he was just an all around cool guy. Yeah. Yeah, he was. He's got, and he's got a really good story and you know, this is a good example of it does the disease of addiction doesn't care yeah. what color you are, where you're from, what you do for a living. Yeah, it does not discriminate at all. And it's a, it's a, the book is a good read too. You should check it out. And it's, it's, it is also um, evidence of how cunning, baffling, and powerful alcoholism is. You know, like we can be doing, you know, what is the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. And he just keeps trying like, he's going to beat alcoholism, you know what I mean? He's going to be the one to conquer it. And and once again, he's, like, in the pits of despair. And, oh, I can't believe this happened again. You know, it's like, it's it's funny, but it's also very sad. Um, episode 11 was our... <laughs> what episode? 11 was our good friend, Kat, who was raised in a religious cult. And, um, you know, where women were less than the man and... Uh, she was taught so many lessons in her life that when she came to Alcoholics Anonymous and her entire friend, everybody she knew prior to coming to AA and getting sober completely abandoned her. They shut her out of the religion. She divorced her, uh, her husband who was emotionally and mentally abusive and was able to get out of that relationship. But in doing so, she was shunned from this religion and, um, excommunicated they gave, they wrote her a letter of excommunication got to make it official man man and and eh, it was it's crazy she didn't even file for divorce her husband did but they wrote her the letter because he had to file for divorce because she was you know just so awful which no she wasn't <laughs> you know it's it's if so if you um want to hear a really interesting story about how People can stay sober no matter what and get through anything and, you know, find friends and find family in Alcoholics Anonymous or Narcotics Anonymous, wherever you choose to go. Uh, You don't have to stay in an unhealthy, sick situation. You can get out and you can get better. Yeah, Kat's episode has got a little bit of a bonus, too, because who else was there? Oh, Curtis. Tire Iron Curtis, her boyfriend who is one of also a good friend of ours who tried to I, well I don't know if there's statue of limitations but um tried to rob like a 711 with a tire iron and if you meet him he's um you know tall skinny you wouldn't guy expect Curtis to be willing a tire iron <laughs> yeah. but uh, you know hearing the story he's totally capable and he oh, sure yeah. did it yeah. um Oh, and and last but not least, our friend Mona, who was uh, a mother. No pants Mona. Coming in hot. Uh, She was a former international drug smuggler, a mother. 
She's an artist and um, just an all-around good chick, dude. She's super funny, just a hilarious human being. And um, another person who really puts her money where her mouth is, you know, she has sponsees. She's taking them through the steps. She's doing what it talks about in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, and she is really walking the walk. Yeah. And you got to listen to her podcast. The stories, I mean, there's some heavy shit in there. But this, you will laugh, you will cry. It's, it's just a wonderful story. It really is. She's awesome. I talked to her today, as a matter of fact. And recently, uh, Mona was in a car accident, and she's got a bad back injury, and she's having to deal with that. And, of course, it's a long, drawn-out process trying to get into surgery. The surgeries have been um, postponed, postponed a couple canceled. of times. Yeah. and. You know, she's really going through it, man. But, you know, she's doing something every day to keep herself clean. You know, you got it takes work. And she's getting through it. And she will get through it. She's a trooper. And she's a super sweet person. And she's super helpful to everybody around her. And she's genuine. And she's funny as fuck. And she also does a podcast. The podcast is called Mora and Mona Talk on Fake Tuesdays. So Mona... And Mora get together. They usually have something good to eat. And Mona makes some pretty good concoctions. She's a tea artist. That's not really a thing. I made that up. But she does make some fantastic tea. And they get together on this podcast and talk some pretty funny shit. Very interesting podcast. You should check it out. You know, some of these people that we get to um, interview, you know, we either are friends with or become friends with afterwards. And some of them we don't get to see very often. But, you know, we are all in the same community. And for me, personally, I've got to have community or I'm not going to be able to make it. You know, when I was out there ripping and running, doing drugs, I had a community. So I knew how to get what I needed, where to go to get what I needed, with whom I had to speak, who I was running around with. And it's the same thing for me in program. You know, I have a community of clean and sober people that I'm running around with. And I know if I'm having a bad day, I know who to call to get what I need. And I, in my personal opinion, you should make your community of sober and clean people as large as you possibly can because you never know who's going to save your life. You really don't. Yeah, what is it? Get in the middle of the herd. Isn't that what they say? Some people do say that, yeah. And safety in numbers and all a bunch of other cliches that are all true. Corny as fuck, but all true. I mean, if you, if you are surrounded by people who are clean and sober and working a program and doing this shit, and that's your support system, that's who you go to. Like, when your ass falls off or when the shit hits the fan, you know, who do you call? Those, those are the people that you just automatically call. It's real hard to get loaded when you are surrounded by clean and sober members. Yeah, and you know... Cecily and I are still enjoying our lives and still having a lot of fun. But, you know, COVID's been rough. Uh, Parents dying has been rough. We've had a lot of friends die this year from the disease. Uh, That fentanyl's a bitch. It's taken a lot of friends from us. And there's been a lot of heavy shit going on. And, And honestly, I just really haven't had the motivation to do the podcast. But... You know, Sammy's been putting a bug in my ear. Cecily's been riding my ass a little bit about it. And I, and I, I think we're back on now, and we're going to be releasing some good episodes this season. We already have uh, one recorded. Yeah, who do we got coming out? Who's first? Our first episode in season three is a woman named Brianne Davis. Uh, she wrote The Secret Life of a Hollywood Sex and Love Addict. 
she it's it's um partly true partly her experience partly experiences she has heard from other people uh so she considers it more of like a fictional book but um it is based lightly on her life and her experience but it was really interesting i read the book and i really got a lot out of it and i really appreciated her opinion and um her knowledge about sex and love and addiction and uh yeah i enjoyed our interview with her a lot yeah it's cool like you know talking when we talked to russell recovering from his spinal cord injury and keeping a positive mental attitude to keep his life going and we get to talk to her and she's recovering from sex addiction and I have friends in uh, the program who are addicts who also suffer from sex addiction, and they would benefit from the read of her book. And it's nice to hear someone recovering from that particular ailment and making it through. You know, there's if you have a problem, there is some way to solve that problem. And part of this podcast is just about... Getting into solution. Getting into solution. Get out of the problem. Get into the solution. And life will generally get better day by day. At least it has in my life. Even when the shit hits the fan, life is still generally getting better. That's that's our recap of season two. And uh, get ready for season three. We already have some interviews lined up. Some people excited to uh, get on the Transformations Recovery Care podcast. And uh, share their stories with the world. The whole, the whole wide world. Because this is actually an international fucking podcast. We're not even joking. There are people all over the world that get to hear these stories, which I just think is the coolest shit ever. So thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for subscribing. Please share with your friends. You know, hit that subscribe and share button and um, leave us comments. Tell us what you think about the stories and how much you admire all these super cool people that we get to interview. And, um, you know, if you ever want to be a Patreon listener, that would be cool. (laughs) In the show notes is our email address. You can reach out to us that way. Feel free to share, like, and comment. And if you would ever like to be interviewed or you know somebody that you think would be a good candidate to be interviewed on Transformations Recovery Podcast, please email us at podcast at transformationscare.com. That's podcast at transformationscare.com. It would be super cool to hear from some of you. That's how we met Brianne Davis and um, Stephen Donnelly as they emailed us about being on our podcast and you know super cool so if you if you know of anybody if you self think you have a cool story hit us up I have friends. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm about to give up. <laughs>